Well, hello, hello there, trophy hunters, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 56 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show, and I am one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined as always by the two dudes, the two dudettes, Daryl Fuimano and Eli Downing. How are you guys this morning? Doing great. Doing great. Now, are you a dudette or a dude? You know, I gave you the option today. How are you feeling? You feeling like a dudette or feeling like a dude? I'm feeling like a Chad. Feeling like a Chad. Okay. All right. <laughs> Option three. <laughs> it's like the Kobayashi Maru test from Star Trek. You know, the answer is to not play the game. The answer is to not take the test. I like it. Okay, Chad. Uh, what about you, other uh, other dudette? How are you doing this morning? Dudette is for, for a girl, so I'm feeling like a dude. Hey, I mean, it could be for whatever. Sometimes you feel like a dudette, you know? Like a tiny uh, dude. Could be a small man. Oh, uh, is it like a miniature dude? So. Yeah, like a mini guy, you know, uh. like a Lego man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, spe- speaking of which, uh, by the way, you guys, you guys don't do Legos, right? You guys don't build Legos. When I was younger, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I, I yeah, occasionally with my son, but oh yeah, he... I don't, I don't like buy really expensive. Star Wars, you know, Millennium Falcon kits or anything like that. <laughs> so I do have a <laughs> Millennium Falcon I put together. <laughs> but that's from a few years ago. I And it was a gift. Um, it was probably like when I was like 15, honestly. But when I was looking at like the Horizon one that came out, because I was like, oh, that'd be kind of a cool thing to have in like your, your gaming room or like your office or something, right? But I just didn't realize how expensive Legos were. Oh, yeah. The, the Minecraft ones are off the charts. It's unreal, bro. When I get some from my son, it's like, okay, never mind. They're like a hundred bucks for like a little, for a little hut. Yeah. Oh, it's the collectibles what? or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, it's really expensive and then they make me put it together. It's like, come on, bro. I'm paying for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I do think it'd be cool to just have like a card table or something like set up. And then just like in passing, spend like 10 or something minutes on it a day, like not get too crazy, but just like, yeah, I'm slowly going to put this thing together uh-huh. and, uh, and put it up in the office. But yeah, dude, it was like a hundred bucks for the horizon one or like 80 bucks, I think. But still it's like, what the fuck, dude, I yeah. could buy the new horizon video game for that. Yeah. <laughs> do you go to their website? They even have, you know, like people have put like big things together and, and over the, the course of Lego life. But they <laughs> now they like sell these kits that are just like, oh here build the Colosseum or whatever, and it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, they're nuts. Yeah, super nuts. It's like crazy stuff on there. They build the whole Hogwarts. That'll oh. be fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's right. They <laughs> like crazy stuff. Like yeah, they went all out. You're right, and I'm like, aren't these supposed to be like kids' toys? Like how are parents yeah, I don't think parents are gonna do that? <clears throat> Yeah, maybe not. Or, like, maybe the basic sets are, but, like, the other ones that we're talking about are more for adult collectors or something, you know? Yeah. But... I mean, Minecraft is the the Legos for this generation, in my opinion. Yeah, it's digital Legos, basically. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It's funny that they have a Minecraft set. I didn't think about that, but that totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Well, good. Thanks for joining me this morning, boys, for episode 56. Uh, we're recording earlier in the day again, so we're having our coffee, or at least I'm having my coffee. Hopefully you guys are too. My second cup. Ooh, spicy, <laughs> spicy. 
Yes, indeed. And, you know, we've had some pretty cool stuff happening uh, in the world of, of trophies, guys. I know we're not a news show, but if you cast your mind back, right, to the days of, days of old, we used to kind of discuss some, some updates as it pertained to trophies. So I thought it would be a fun way to uh, start the episode if we talked about some of the trophy card changes in the PS Plus announcement that came out. So I don't know if you guys have had a chance to, to see or, you know, really heard too much about that. I'm assuming you guys have, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. I mean, what, let's just let's start with the trophy card changes. This is uh, Daryl. Thanks for putting this in the notes. By the way, we got a, a PS5 update. What in the fuck is that number sequence? Twenty-two point oh one dash oh five point zero zero point zero zero point four zero. Obviously, it's clear as mud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that describes it all. I think I think that clears everything up. Really. Right. You guys, we we don't need to talk about it. You know what exactly I mean? what the update has. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah what, what what did you guys think of of this update eli let's go to you first i mean this was basically among other things relevant to our show was the redesign of some of the trophy cards i think some new tracking functionality with trophies um and some aesthetic changes so yeah what, what did you think of this stuff uh it's kind of cool it's it's a very light update as far as impact to me um i mean they look a little cooler i do like the um the way they're listed when you actually go to the trophies. Right. And it's just a little more colorful. I like it. It's a good change. Um, I don't know if it's something to, you know, jump out of your seat and give Sony a standing ovation for or anything. But. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but it's just, it is a change to something trophy related, which we don't get very, yeah. very often. So I actually kind of want to like look at them right now. Um, I have I have been checking out the tips again because Demon Souls has has tips, mm-hmm. and boy is that frustrating. What do you mean? It's like oh yeah, just you know, just dodge. You didn't know you had to dodge. I mean, <laughs> you do a dodge. Like, just when you attack, so dodge, and uh, there's your tip. All that it's is like, required. No shit, dude. Like thanks for the thanks for the tip, dude. <laughs> I'll go get him right now. No problem. <laughs> Don't forget to use healing items. I can't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm on the final level of the game. <laughs> I know. Hey. That is uh that's pretty funny. <laughs> Have you used the like updated tracking functionality at all cuz I used this for the first time actually last night. It's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, that. What how, what do you think? Well, yeah, so there's like a trophy in uh Aliens Fireteam Elite. Well, there's a lot of grindy trophies in that game, but it's for healing your teammates a hundred times. And a few of the people I was playing with, like it, they didn't think it was working properly. So I was like, all right, well, my number's at this right now. I'm going to track it. So like you open it up with the PlayStation button, go to the trophy tracker, and it's like, hey, you can choose five trophies from the trophy list to, uh, to track on this homepage, right? So um, you then go to the trophy list, and you can just select a trophy and then press X and you know confirm twice to uh to track it and that way you don't have to go all the way to that list to see your progress you can just open it on the hop bar and you can, you can pick it too right yeah exactly inside yeah it's it's pretty cool and like i uh yeah so i was able to like basically test it out and be like all right i'm gonna do the the trophy requirement and let me just make sure it went up by one percent and it did okay it's working so th- i mean that was kind of cool uh it's a very limited like use case right there but that's pretty much all i've used it for thus yeah. far yeah daryl what did you think of the the update you you showed me a couple of things i didn't even know about it too <laughs> yeah um to be honest i don't really look at the trophy cards a whole lot to be honest i don't really know 
what they look like before the update is it's not really something I really look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the trophy list a lot more. Like it has like the splash of like bronze, silver, gold, and platinum, which I think is pretty cool. Because like sometimes looking through the list, sometimes it is kind of hard to see what that trophy value is. So it's kind of nice to kind of see like something pop out at you right away, and then you could tell right away, oh, that's a bronze trophy, that's a silver. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's funny because Colin, you and I were in that that training that one day at class, and you know everyone's <laughs> talking about work, and we're just like, oh, let's talk about trophies. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> Abs- I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I know. I mean, what else is there to talk about, right? Yeah, if I can talk about but, trophies uh, at work, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was, you know, we were talking about the the update, and I and I told you about the the hidden game or the hidden trophy feature, which I thought was pretty cool. It actually blew my mind away when I found out. So like, you know, I thought that was cool. Like, you can click on the hidden trophy, reveal the information, and then when you go back to the previous screen, it's now revealed. It's not hidden anymore, which is yeah, pretty cool. Like yeah, it's really great. You know, now you can keep track of like what trophy it is. I, I used to hate where like I would reveal that trophy, go back, and I'm like, um, which trophy was that? Because sometimes I would click it again when I meant to click on like another trophy. So it was a little a little frustrating at times. But yeah. It is nice to see those trophies kind of pop up and stay revealed for a bit. It it will only do that if you don't close out of the app. I tried it to where um I'm still in the app, but doing other things. And then when I go back to the trophy list, it's still revealed. But when I close out of it, that's when everything kind of goes back to default. Yeah, that's it's pretty interesting. I when you showed me that, I was like, "Are you what? <laughs> like what? How would I have not just naturally found that at that point?" But yeah, I, I did like that aspect of it. Like you said, the the textured sort of like backgrounds for the trophies is cool. I think the. Uh, the platinum color like background for that one like line item is really neat with like the bluish hue to it, but the uh, I felt like the gold was a little bit underwhelming. It's sort of like a muted gold. It's the same thing for the bronze too. Everything's got sort of like a shadowed like color to it, so it's a little bit darker, um, which what is interesting. Uh, if you go to the list on your actual PlayStation, like not not on the app, but if you open it on the PlayStation and go look at your trophies. Uh, oh. th- they'll have a different background color to them, right? Oh, I see it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I mean, again, it's but like an... only. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's purely aesthetic, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but but neat nonetheless. And I think for like specific games, like I was saying with Aliens, where there's a lot of trophies that are like do this a hundred times or a thousand times or whatever, like having those as the ones that you're actively tracking with your trophy tracker might be kind of cool. Um, I've yet to really try it out with anything else because like the nice thing about aliens is it's a PS five game. So it has all that tracking, like functionality built into it. It'll up your percentage as you're working towards the trophy. Whereas like the other game I'm playing dark souls, uh, doesn't do that. So it's not really any point to try it, but Nonetheless, it's nice to see Sony pay some attention to uh, trophies, so we just wanted to, to call that out, you know? Um, yeah, the other thing pretty big that, that's come up in the world of PlayStation, unclear so far whether or not this is going to be relevant to, to us as trophy hunters, is the whole Spartacus and PS Plus revamp. 
announcement. So basically, launching in June is going to be three new tiers of PlayStation Plus. And the basic tier that we have, that most of us have at least right now, is, is going to be like the entry-level tier. And it's not going to be a price change for you. And the, the big change here, though, that we should talk about is that in the language of the post, uh, it says that this, this tier gets two free games a month which is less than we get right now with PS Plus. So I don't know if that is them like transitioning away from PlayStation 4 to like two PlayStation 4 titles and one PS5 title to maybe one in one or something like that. Or, I mean, hopefully even maybe, two PS5 titles at some point. I don't know. Or they're shooting for the lowest common denominator. And uh, for people with PS4s, they only get two right now. Mm, I see. I see. So, yeah, maybe nothing will change, but they don't want to oversell it, right? They don't want to take three and then have the PS4 people be pissed off. Oh, that's interesting. I've not, I've not thought about that before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so that's kind of the change to the, the basic level. Then the medium tier, which I don't remember the name of right now. I apologize. There's you know, premium, like, essential fucking whatever. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. the middle tier uh-huh. is basically... PlayStation Now rolled into PlayStation Plus. So you get access to, I believe it said 300 to 400 games that are downloadable and or streamable. So I don't know if that just means they're going to take PlayStation Now as it is currently, all those games, and just roll that in, and then there you go. And then the final tier, which is only $2 more than that middle one, includes access to, I believe, 100 to 200 retro games from PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation Portable, PSP. Now, the most interesting for us, of course, is what, if these old games are going to have trophy support. I mean, that's really, for me, the kicker. I think we talked about that a few episodes ago on, like, would you sign up for something like this? Like, would you be interested? Um, for me, that is really the answer. And even if that the answer is yes, that they do have trophies, like, what I think the smart play would be is just having that on the month that you plan on playing some of those games, get a little nostalgia fix, get your trophies, and then go back to your basic tier if you're not going to be actively using it. But anyway, that that's my take. Uh, Daryl, what did you think about the the sort of PlayStation Plus and Spartacus announcement? Yeah, um be honest, I you know, I don't really have a whole lot of knowledge on like the you know, these kind of services. Like Game Pass is still relatively new to me and now we're getting Spartacus, so I was trying to read up on a lot just to kinda you know, inform myself on like what these services provide, how much they cost, and stuff like that. Um, I am glad that the price didn't go up on the uh, essential, basically the yeah the lower plan. So I, I was glad that didn't go up because that's probably the plan I would still stick with. The other two plans don't really sound all that enticing for me to. You know, go go out of my way and purchase. The only thing that kind of like caught my eye is like the premium version. Like, you know, they're it seems like they're really trying to bank on people like going for this plan because of like the older games that they're gonna be playing, providing. Because I know like in Discord, I've heard like in Reddit as well, a lot of people want to play like the older games that they can't play on like the newer consoles. So right. I think this is like the plan for them. Um. And the demos, like they put the demos in the premium package, like that, that oh, was just a yeah. weird perk that didn't make any sense to me. Like, okay, you're gonna be paying close to 
like what 120 bucks and get time limited game trials it's it seemed like a strange perk to add it for me i, f I felt like that'd be a better perk for like the extra or the essential plan yeah well my my thoughts are i think it's i think it's pretty cool if it is what i think it is because it does sound pretty weak like oh it's demos or something but not all games have demos anymore but it does say time limited game trials so i'm wondering if it works like steam where you get a two hours to play the game and then you can return it yeah so it's more like mm. a a trial of the game than than a uh than like a demo that's sort of what i took it to be, be kind of ballsy on their part honestly because you know there's that there's a whole youtube uh thing of can i beat Sekiro before you know and get my money back or whatever mm -hmm. people just play these you know these speedrunners play these games two hours and just return it um, yeah but, and you're gonna probably that, fucking pop trophies in that two hours and then be like shit <laughs> yeah i wonder how that'll work <laughs> that too. that is not <laughs> i'm not about that life no that's kind of <laughs> you got me sketched on it now because it's kind of hyped on it because it's like that's pretty that's pretty dope of sony to do if they do that 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 i think raises the bar mm -hmm. um you know yeah for so other than that it, it's pretty lackluster it looks like services they already offer in ps now right where the extra gets you the ps4 and 5 games that you can download that i think that's where it separates mm -hmm. you, you get the downloaded stuff and the extra and then you stream in the premium with the ps3 and now they're offering the ps1 and psp games as well yeah i don't know if those were, were those on now before or was it just ps2 games no, not even PS2. So all the oh, PS1, no. PS2, and PSP games are new. What we did have okay. before was some PS2 games had like PS4 ports, you know? Right. Um, but you got the three, you got the PS3 streaming with now, right? Correct. Yep. So now they're adding the one, two, and PSP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, I mean, there's a lot of good games in there, you know? I mean, like the prospect for me of like being able to finally, like I've talked about so many times on the show able to play the original resident evil one two and three you know on my modern hardware which Weird. like that sounds great like I, I would love to do that but yeah if i can play nfl blitz 2001 i'm gonna lose my mind i will find <laughs> that in a heartbeat with, with trophies <laughs> dude i'd lose it yeah it would be game over yep i mean that's yeah, the critical piece for i think for a lot of us in the discord is uh you know are there is there trophy support yeah. And they haven't really said as much yet. And uh, interestingly, I mean, I don't want to copy someone else's ideas, but I thought it was a, a good conversation on Sacred Symbols was, you know, maybe that's something that they add later on the trophies as like a, a like a bonus to the service after a couple months, you know. So like oh, I, I'm assuming yeah. that they like slowly imp improve this thing and steadily improve it. Maybe they add that um, and a couple other like things over time. Like where where are PlayStation Vita games in that list? You know, right. So yeah, who knows? Eventually when that's dead, right? Eventually, when that's dead, do they get folded in? Like, how does that work? Uh, I this, wonder. Yeah, dude, putting in trophies halfway through would be pretty. Oh, it'd be whack on my, yeah, my opinion. It'd be super whack because like you could be like, all right, I'm gonna pay for the service. I'm gonna try it out. Like, cool, I beat this old game. I got my fix. And then, like, two months later, they're like, cool, we've had a trophies. Now you got to go back and like yeah. redo <laughs> it again. You know, that does sound like Sony, though, honestly. 
It does. Uh, I, I do think that the PS1 and PS2 games and PSP games are going to be downloadable, though. So you're not going to have to stream them, which so is download nice. Download and streaming. Okay, download and streaming. It'll probably be a yeah. toss up. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know how the uh, time limited compares to, like, you know, I think it raises the bar for sure, but I don't know how that competes to Game Pass when basically you're you're paying for backwards compatibility that you know already exists on that system i mean that's basically what it is yeah comparing it to to the xbox this looks this is kind of nice but you know you could just have backwards compatibility and this wouldn't even be a thing right we wouldn't even need this service right that's very true so yeah, I, it's gonna. I'm sure uh, they're gonna do more info on it. I think there's a state of play scheduled for May, if I remember correctly. So they're probably gonna talk about it more at that event, and uh, we'll see. Again, like they really for me hinges on the the trophies, and uh, I guess it, you know there's some some sort of like draw there to just play a retro game and not have to worry about the trophies. So depending on the catalog, maybe I'd even try it just for like a month or two or something. But yeah, I definitely check it out for a month or two. But this is way too overwhelming. Yeah, four hundred plus PS4 and five games. Who needs PS3, that many fucking PS1, games? PS2 and PSP <laughs> games, all downloadable. It's like, what, dude? I can't even keep up with my backlog currently. You want me to right. sign up for this service with a thousand games on it? I'm just like, how uh, ADD are gamers nowadays? Like, how many games are people jumping between in their average yeah. gaming session? That's a really interesting like question I've wondered about because, like, for me, when I think about Game Pass, like the whole idea is like, I'm gonna try this game for 20 minutes. If I don't like it, bah, move on. Try this game for 20 minutes, bah, bah, move on. You can play like five games in a couple hours where it's like I sit down and I play one thing, maybe yeah. two in my session, you know? So this, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah. Like, it, you, speaking of like the UI stuff and switching games, do you guys even use that like switcher? The game switcher? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I neither. I just go to the home screen and close the game and open up a new one. That's what I do too. <laughs> like, I mean, what, I, what I think it's the best for your console to do that yeah. too. Like, I don't trust that fucking thing, dude. I don't know. know you, bro. I'm not going to. It's like the same <laughs> philosophy with like your computer, or, like your phone. I'm not just going to have like 20 things open and running all the time. Like just yeah. I, I know my machine can do that, but it doesn't. It's not supposed to do that. <laughs> like so or at least it's not optimally designed to do that. I don't think So I, I just am a favor in favor of uh, closing the app, opening the new app. And then when I'm done with my console, unless I'm going to charge a controller for a few hours in rest mode, I turn it off entirely. And even when I turn it into rest mode, you can, like, do the settings of, like, how long do you want your USB port to put power out, right? And I do it for, like, three hours. So it's, like, it'll charge whatever stuff is hooked into it, and then it'll just shut off. So. And the last thing I'll mention about these updates is I'm pretty bummed that the 1440p, I thought that was part of this, these, like, current updates going on, but I guess it's not. What what do you mean? Oh, that they're adding it? It's supposed to be 1440p support. I Hmm. saw that as, like, an update uh feature but i guess it wasn't in this update oh weird yeah huh that is interesting still playing, still playing 1080p over here on my 1440p monitor yeah me too uh, <laughs> so. yeah yep. me me too <laughs> my guy <laughs> we'll get Sorry. there someday don't worry just be thankful you have a ps5 even as they're still quite hard to get i understand <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 all right yeah. well um 
Yeah, good discussion there. Let us know in the in the comments or in the Discord what you guys think of the changes. Are you enticed at all by by the PlayStation Plus changes or uh or the update to the trophy cards? So that's come up a couple times, but yeah, let us uh, let us know what you think. And again, just a general reminder to check out the Discord and to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast, where we have uh, quite a few supporters over there. So thank you for your support. And uh, yeah, I would I would definitely say go check it out. There's some good perks and some good discussions to be had. So, Eli, do you have uh, dad jokes today? Yeah, I got jokes. You got jokes, son? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of, uh, well, I forget that. Switch gears here. <laughs> uh, how did the hipster burn his tongue? <laughs> Chamomile ginger tea? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Close. <laughs> he drank his coffee before it was cool. Oh, dude, that's actually <laughs> all, that's actually great. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, and good one. Speaking of coffee, how are how are coffee beans like my son? Ooh. Or any kid for that matter. You can't you can't keep them down. They're jumping yeah, they're, all the time. They're always getting grounded. Oh, they're always getting grounded. Always getting grounded. <laughs> Man, getting grounded sucked. I think I only had that happen a few times, but it sucked. Yeah. You know? As a kid, yeah. yeah. But as an adult? Yeah. As an adult, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'll stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Gladly. Yo, I'm, I'm grounded. Yeah, sure. sounds good. Hook it up. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. You won't do it. <laughs> uh, with uh, with Easter coming up, I figure I'd toss in a couple of Easter jokes. Easter jokes. Uh, yeah, that the Easter Bunny came to came to school, and they did like an Easter egg hunt. So on uh on Friday, so that was pretty hype. That is hype. But uh, you know. Why was the Easter Bunny upset? He lost his eggs. Yeah, he couldn't find where he left <laughs> the eggs. He was having a bad hair day. <laughs> <laughs> bad hair. Get it? H a r e. What a fucking yeah, what a what a, what a guy. <laughs> now, what is the difference between a hare and a rabbit? Are they the same? No. What's the difference? What's the other one that? Uh, so I, there's a bunny, a rabbit, yeah. and a hare. Oh, a bunny, bunny, <laughs> rabbit, and a hare. There's the H- chicken, are like the rooster, <laughs> and the hen. <laughs> oh, I got, the I got one. The rooster sleeps with the chicken. <laughs> oh my god! I got a good one. <laughs> I gotta have to use it next time because I gotta set it up. Okay, but uh, okay. um. Uh, uh, a hare is like a it's got like the long ears and it's more it's more wild right so a hare is like a wild a rabbit creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i i see them at uh at work they look more like they're kind of like they're like I mean, du- kangaroos right yeah they're a little dusty yeah. looking they're all like brownish gray yeah Man, they're, they're a little bigger dude what's the then, the thing that's like a rabbit with the antlers what is that called again a rabbit with rabbit a with jack, jackrabbit and a jackalope or something. Is that what it's called? Okay. Look at it. Look what? it up. It's not a real animal. Oh, yeah, jackalope. Jackalope. Oh, they're real. Yeah. What? 
Yeah, bro. Jeez. Look at that fucking thing. It's a mythical animal of North American folklore. Huh. Oh, yeah. Snap. Pretty uh pretty interesting, right? I'll come from somewhere. Yeah, that's scary as hell, dude. A little, <laughs> yeah, like little demon thing. coming at you with <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, oh, here you go. I searched bunny and rabbit just came up. So I think they're one and the same. Yeah, maybe like bunny is just bird. like a... It could even just be like a nickname, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Rabbits, also known as bunnies, or bunny rabbits. That's what it is. Yeah, bunny rabbits. Right. It's like a canine and a dog are the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Chicken, more like a chicken and a hen are the same. Pet. Yeah. The, the hares, you don't really... They're not really house pets. That's true. They're not. I guess could they be? I mean, they probably. You could try. You could try to domesticate a hare. I don't know how well that would go for you, but yeah, especially when you have cats in your house. Right. Right. They might just get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Let us know. <laughs> have you seen a jackalope? I, I, I would like to know. <laughs> oh. Uh, and last one here. Yes. What's, yes. What's the Easter Bunny's favorite music? Dude, I, my brain's not working. It's Jesus too early. Christ, dude, I just lobbed that one. Total lob that. He lobbed right it. Right to you. Right to you. What's Easter Bunny's favorite music? Hip hop. Hip hop and you don't stop. <laughs> 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 Hip hop, you don't stop. <laughs> well, what? That's a good one. <laughs> huh. I like that. Well done, sir. The, the themed jokes. Is this something we can look forward to more? I mean, I try to do my best. It's some Cinco. Fun, it's like yeah. a moment. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo jokes coming up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, thank you for those. As always, it's much appreciated to add some levity to the discussion. So thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. As we mentioned a few minutes ago, this show is brought to you by Patreon. So I wanted to give a special shout out to our Patreon supporters over there. So that's a big thank you to Charles Bilby, the Slide G Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, be down, maximum carnage, Skrillis, and Smackerly. So thank you guys for your support of the show and your continued uh, patronage. We do really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Last piece of housekeeping for you. We're coming up to the end of our race segment here. Race is going to be done at the end of April, beginning of May time frame. Check the rules in the Discord and uh, get your platinum screenshots submitted in the Plat Shots channel if you haven't done so already. We'll get those scores tallied up and a winner will be announced at a time near you. <laughs> so uh it's gonna be pretty fun and exciting i am nowhere near i mean obviously i can't win i had i had slugger calculate my points because i'm just curious right uh, i'm nowhere near the top we got some beasts in this race so you're up there i think i'm pulling you're in like me i'm in like eighth place or something so <laughs> you know but yeah i guess so it is better than it's better than some but it's it's uh it's not competitive <laughs> so Anywho, uh, I wanted to call that out for uh, the participants. So remember to get your stuff submitted if you haven't done so already. All right, yeah, you let's... started slowly moving down. Me? Yeah, you I know. were doing pretty hot there in the beginning. Yeah, I was on that kick with all the God of War games. You know, this guy's got thirty-eight games done. Yeah, how's that even like? Yeah, it's, it's like more games than I play in like a year by far. <laughs> yeah. So, or at least more games than I complete in a year, right? Because that's thirty-eight, like hundred percent, not even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 38 platinum. I do I do like the you know we we changed it up this this uh this year. Yes. And I'm liking the distribution where the uh the top guy does have 38 games. The second place has 15. Mm-hmm. And below that is 22. Mm-hmm. So you can see that 
you know, if you spend more time on rare, rarer trophies, it does pay off. So I like to see that coming through. Yeah, that's a good the, call. And uh, the results, so it's looking, you know, it's looking pretty fair. Oh, absolutely. And there's one player, I, I can't, King, um, has, I don't know how many games he has if you have the list open in front of you, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's got quite a few. And oh, so he's got 33. Right. So but he's in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's. Above that is 13 games. Right. So, so yeah. it's, you can, there's a lot of approaches that you can take to this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a right. good call out. <laughs> I think, uh, it's, you know, we designed it uh, pretty well, actually. I mean, obviously, we had some a lot of discussions the first couple months, a lot of loopholes, and people are trying to question different things, but I think it landed in a, ultimately a solid place, so I'm happy to see that. Yep. Um, yeah, so thanks for participating, guys. So we got our first question here from Patreon. We're going to get into these. We've got our Patreon submitted questions and then list reviews because, of course, this is the first episode of the month of April 2022. So... First question comes to us from our new patron, Smackerly. Let's go. And he first wants question. to know. Yes, sir. You right? got? Okay, first question. First question. Here we go. Comes to us from Smackerly. He says, do you have any clothing that can either, oh, that either cannot be worn or has only one use? So the example that he gave was that he has a Superman red, like, shirt, like a sun shirt, S-O-N, not S-U-N, and a shirt that announced that his wife and him were expecting a baby, right? And he's like, I feel guilty getting rid of the expecting shirt, so it just sits in the closet. <laughs> he said, in parentheses, like Tom Cruise. Uh, it just sits in the closet, just hanging. Uh, and he can't wear it very often, right? Because it's, you know, once you have the baby, you're not expecting anymore. So, kind of interesting question. Do you have limited use clothing in your closet? Daryl, let's start with you. Um, I got a couple. So, uh, this past Christmas, I got a couple socks from my wife's sister, and the sock print says, fuck off, I'm gaming. <laughs> so I, I usually wear those whenever I play video games. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> They're pretty cool to wear. They're nice and comfy. And I, I like wearing them just whenever I play video games. It just has to the whole the whole aura of like playing games and like having a controller in your hand, some drink on the side, and just... Mm-hmm. I mean, some socks that say "fuck off." I'm gaming, right? Know? Do you ever like slowly, you know, they're propped up on like an ottoman or something? Do you ever just like slowly turn to your wife and point them at her if she asks you a question? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I like put it up in her face, dude, so she can. You yeah, know, she okay. can she can read it right away. There you go, putting them to good use. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, did you see my socks? Yeah, you know what time it is. <laughs> see what I see, see? what I'm wearing? <laughs> that's great. And then, and then I have um, a shirt that I don't really wear at all. I, I usually wear it around the house, but it says "Protect Your Nuts." Uh, it has like a picture of a squirrel, kind of like dressed as a soldier. And he's got like a big ass gun in his hand with a helmet on, and <laughs> I, this I, the only place I could wear that is at home. Nah, dude, wear that to work. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Daryl, can you please come to the office, please? <laughs> it's like in school. <laughs> Daryl, please come to the principal's office, please. <laughs> Turn your shirt inside out first. <laughs> <laughs> those are uh, those are good ones, though. I, I think I have some socks that are 
like gaming something too I got as a Christmas present. Are they like taller ones? Like they go up to like your mid chin. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. See, I I only wear like ankle socks, like ever. Yeah, unless I I'm hiking. Be, unless I'm hiking. That guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now I wear the pull-on boots that go up far, so I gotta wear long socks. That's true. You can't have little ankle socks with to. pull-up boots. Yeah. <laughs> or I suppose you could. It's just kind of a little bit mismatched, you know? Yeah. Huh. You could. You can do whatever you want with your sock. You can wear no socks. If you're a psychopath. But... I'm, I'm not telling you how to wear socks, right? Yeah. Yeah. You do what you want. Huh. <laughs> those are uh, those are good answers, though, Daryl. What What about you, Eli? What do you have for for uh, clothing that is uh, limited use? I do, I do have an expecting article, and it is a pretty dope top hat. It's like a, you know, um, like a slash top hat, and it says, you know, dad to be or uh, dad. I can't remember exactly what it says, but yeah, I can't wear that mm. uh, anymore, really. But uh, yeah, it's the same same situation. I I feel bad getting rid of it, and it's it's pretty cool. So it just sits on my on my shelf in my in my closet. Yeah, that's rad. A good one. Yeah. I like that it's a top hat, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. That is cool. Um, yeah. It goes it goes good with my studded bracelets. Dude, please <laughs> just please wear those to like the, the family <laughs> the family picnic or something, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it, like you you have to, dude. You have to wear that sometime. I must see it. <laughs> Even if it's just on your lunch or some shit. <laughs> I used to have rings too. I wore rings for a bit. Were they bearings as rings, like from skateboards? <laughs> no, I used to have bearings in my ear, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a friend who did that, too. Yeah. You guys are so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What did I... Uh, I didn't wait, have too much. Wait. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Daryl reminded me I do have another shirt. It says, nice bush. It's got a, <laughs> it's got a can of, of uh, Bush's beer on it. Oh, <laughs> I thought just would have like a like a facade of George Bush on it. <laughs> it's um, just like his his profile. Yeah, there's another one I can't wear. I forget what it says. I have to I have to check, but it might be a little bit might be a little too uh, extravagant for the podcast even. Oh wow! Uh, and I do I I have a pretty dope hoodie. It's those um, it's just like Pro Club kind of deal it's like it's a 2x though as well but it, and it's like real thick dude it's so nice i would wear it all the time but it's just like it's full of lint or like the the little doublies on it you know and yes, i'm not doubles. gonna go pick them all off and it's a little bit too big you know we were talking with the uh the good old faz with the tight pants and the long the long shirt this would fit perfectly in one of those outfits it's got it's, <laughs> it's like nice and long and surprisingly, the 2X isn't, like, too baggy on me since I'm a, I'm a skinny dude. It fits perfectly. I fucking love it. And it's nice and thick and, and warm, but I can't, I can't do it, man. Mm. That is a bummer. Thrashed, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's a little, little bit long where I think it's cool, but I would wear it and I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, it's a little big. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to get those skinny jeans going, too. That's the only way it's going to yeah. work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the get the new age, uh, fucking the capris load dropper pants, <laughs> the capri load droppers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even go all the way to your ankle, and they're just super tight down there, and then just loose as fuck around your butt. That's what you yeah. want. They're the load masters for sure, right there. And for sure, they got a poop shoot on them. 
this little button on the back. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I so for me, I didn't have any like inappropriate stuff necessarily. Like I have this Resident Evil shirt that has Chris and Jill on the front, and they're like pointing guns like forward. So I don't wear that to work because you know could be could get yelled at or something for that. I don't know. Um, but. I'll, or I'll wear it like under something. And then I have this shirt for, uh, I support this Resident Evil podcast on Patreon. And uh, they didn't charge you like anything for the shirt, but they were like, yeah, if you've been a patron for this many months, we'll send you out a shirt. Uh, and they warned everybody like, you know, due to copyright stuff, like we kind of had to like hand make these things in order to put Resident Evil on them. And uh, so the quality is like not as great. So it looks fine or whatever, but you can just tell it's that cotton that's just going to like shrink so much mm-hmm. once I wash it. So I've actually, it's just hanging in my closet. I've not even worn it or anything because I'm just too scared to <laughs> to fucking mess it up and not be able to wear it. So it's kind of a, you know, vicious circle there. And then I have a few like Star Wars themed Christmas sweaters. Um, and I actually wore one of them to, uh, to PETA's house when she invited me over for dinner with Stephanie, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> so that's his boss, by the way. That's my boss. Yeah, that's my boss. But yep. So it was pretty good. Like the other folks that were invited were all dressed up and stuff, and I was wearing my Hundred Thieves uh, like joggers and my my Star Wars Christmas sweater. <laughs> and I did it on purpose because uh, our co our coworker Jesus was like, "You won't do that. You're not going to wear that." And I was like, "I will. I'll show you." And I did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. A man of his word. It was a it was a good time. It was a good time. Thank you for that question, though, Smackerly. Welcome to the Patreon crew, and uh, we're happy to have you. So thanks for submitting that. <clears throat> Question two comes to us from Maximum Carnage. Daryl, will you read us in on this one? Yeah. So his question is, if you were tasked with coming up with a new cereal, which video game character would be the mascot and what type of cereal and flavor would it be? And uh, Eli, Eli, you cannot say Rocket League or Minecraft. Damn it. Yeah, you got called out on that one pretty specifically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, we're not giving him a cop-out answer, so he can't say those two. Uh, Dude, for sure. It's the GOAT, though. Well, yeah, I know. Well, what do you, what, so what do you have, given that your probable top two choices have been eliminated as options? Um, I'd have to go Kratos. Mm. And the cereal would just be called Boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get your nutrients, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> that would be the whole that would be the whole branding behind it. Ooh, get sure. your nutrients, boy. So would it be like a health cereal? Would it be a sugary cereal? What kind of what are you envisioning? What does the box look like? You know? Uh well it's got Kratos on it. I mean I didn't I didn't design a box, Colin. <laughs> now I'm just curious what's in your head. Know. <laughs> you know, what's what's in your head, brother? What are the nutritional uh, facts the... on this sucker? <laughs> zero carbs. If okay. we can get there. All right, zero carbs. I can actually eat it. Yes. Because cereal is one of the, the uh you know, the mean foods in the diabetic community. It's just something everybody gives up pretty much. Mm. Um it's hard to it doesn't last long. It like you you spike and then it's gone. So like you like bolus as they would say for like a bunch of carbs and fucking starving in an hour. Gotcha. Um, but uh, out the um, what the hell are they called? The blades of chaos would have to be on there. Oh yes. Maybe they maybe that's what they'd be called. They'd be shaped like that. Oh. Called the the uh, the chaos crunchers or something. 
and uh, they would be shaped like the Blades of Chaos. And then maybe the marshmallows would be like blue uh, with uh, the shape of the axe. And then the, the reddish, That's orangey-ish sick. cereal that are shaped like the Blades of Chaos. Yes! But the marshmallows would be so healthy. Right, they'd actually be like they'd actually be like spinach marshmallows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like dehydrated fruit and shit, or yeah. like or I guess yeah, it's still sugar, but yeah. Um, it's a completely made up cereal that could never be healthy, but it would look cool. I mean, you get to design it. That's the fun part about the question, right? Mm-hmm. It can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like that he called you out. Mm-hmm. I also, when he sent me this question, I also told him I wouldn't choose Resident Evil because I I choose that for a lot of stuff. So don't worry. Yes, I felt weird call- picking Kratos again too because I pick him for a lot of stuff as well. Well, pretty but... soon our backups are going to start getting eliminated too so we can't well not gonna be able to do our primaries or our backups because i kind of did the same thing with this so if i if i had to pick a different one i'd just do near like very adult cereal yeah that'd be kind of cool you could do like computer chips or something as like the marshmallows mm-hmm. yeah i like that i like that um yeah so i did halo what a surprise uh something with master chief on the front right and him just like having an assault rifle there looking at you I think if I do Cheerios, because the name of it would be Halos. Oh my I, god! I, yeah, right. <laughs> so you'd get you get some Cheerios, and I would want marshmallows too. I'm all about it, uh, with lots of sugar. So mine's not a healthy cereal. And the marshmallows would be like either like little f- pictures of gr- you know like a grunt's head or like an energy sword or the Master Chief helmet or like little stuff like that, basically. And I don't think it would be too far-fetched because Paramount Plus has Halo streaming now, right? They're on the third episode, mm-hmm. and they've already greenlit a second season. So maybe Halo is breaking into the mainstream enough to where, like, hey, we might get some some new merch and stuff coming out. I mean, it was already pretty mainstream, but into the TV mainstream. So, you yeah, man. Copyright, honestly. <laughs> Halo. Halos. I'm... I'm on it. I want it. Halo Ringos. Give it to me. Yeah, ring Ringos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also maybe like yeah, some like green, maybe some green coloring in there somewhere with one of the marshmallows or something. I don't know. But there's enough. Yeah, uh, there's enough iconography there to, uh, to to make it pretty good. I think. Yeah, even helmets would be great. Just all the helmet or Cortana, little Cortanas. Um, yeah. Also, uh, shout out to that show on Paramount Plus. It's pretty good. So if you're a Halo fan, you should you should watch. Uh, Daryl, what'd you have for your cereal? Uh, for my game character mascot, I went with Dutch Vanderlyn from the Red Redemption games, Red Dead Redemption games. Oh man! Um, strange choice. Uh, I'm sure you guys are wondering why. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know who that, that is. Yeah, is that the main character? Nah, it's like the the game, the leader of the gang. Oh, but you kind of play as like the the second in command. Okay. Or one of the gang members, but <clears throat> yeah, he's one of the big guys. And you know, if you play Red Dead Redemption two, especially Dutch Vanderlyn is known for like saying one more score, Arthur. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, you know, when it comes to eating like a bowl of cereal, I'm just thinking like one more bite, one more bite. Oh yeah. I'm thinking one of this guy bowl. like one more bite, Arthur. Then we can go to Tahiti. <laughs> Hey, you could call them the Dutch Rudders, too. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. my God. No. <laughs> there goes all your kid marketing appeal. 
I mean, yes, you could do that. You could do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, yeah, I, I went with him as my mascot. And I kind of went with like a, like a cinnamon toast crunch or like, a, like, like an Apple Jacks kind of cereal. Cause I know like when I eat those cereals, those two brands, dude, I cannot stop eating. So oh, man, I think yeah. like the, the character and those cereals kind of mesh well together. Cinnamon Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the best cereal, man. Oh, fucking good. It's S-tier cereal, for sure. (laughs) S-tier, for sure. For sure, man. But, yeah, I didn't come up with a cereal name. Um, But, yeah, those those were, like, the the choices I came up for my answer. Cinnamon Toast Dutch. Cinnamon Toast. Oh, shit. (laughs) Dutch's Candy Apple Crunch. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that it's like an old... I'm imagining this as like an old school cereal, like back in like the West, the old West dude, and they just walk into a saloon, give me a bowl of the Dutchess. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Take give a bowl a of the Dutchess and a shot of the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you have to have this cereal with the whiskey as the milk. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like the water was so gross back then, the only sterile thing to drink was whiskey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Oh, that's great. Good answers and uh, good question there, Ooh. Maximum. Oh, sorry. Go You're ahead. Like apple pie. Apple, apple pie. pie. Oh. It's like a slang term for moonshine. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Jar the apple pie. Ooh. I've had apple pie flavored moonshine before. Yeah. Yeah. Firefly jars. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't fuck around with that stuff. Intense. I remember I had like Dude, one actually... shot and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Like, I didn't realize, uh, but from working where we work with the wine, there's a, um, one of the, one of the winemakers, one of our, our clients, uh, very knowledgeable guy. I enjoy talking to him and, uh, you know, that stuff can actually make you go blind. Yeah. So that's why I used like to call this, it white like, lightning. Yeah. There's like this bell curve of when you're like fermenting it and making it that like the, the first off and the, and the last off, like there's actually like the chemicals that come off of that like actually will make you go blind holy like, shit blown away like it's not a stereotype if someone fucks that up and you're drinking some some uh homebrew mm-hmm. yeah that's why you don't drink homebrew blind. moonshine <laughs> it's pretty crazy that is crazy wow yeah. huh well Good to know. Be careful, Be careful, boys and girls. Do not drink mm-hmm. uh, someone's moonshine they've made in the bathtub. You never know. Someone you don't trust. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that question, Maximum. Much appreciated, sir. And I uh, hope you're doing well in the UK. All right. Uh, next question comes to us from Slugger. And uh, Eli, why don't you take us in on this one? Yeah, thanks for giving me the short one. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, so, sir. There are actually not I- too many long ones this time, so you're good. Oh, out, of your oh. platinum, out of your platinum trophies, which one do you think has the best artwork? Which platinum trophy has the best name? Now, that look, I think that's uh, two separate questions. Uh, <laughs> but if you if you got one that's got both, I mean, then yeah, then that's even then go for it, even know? better, isn't it? Well, mm-hmm. I kind of broke it up. I because for me they were different things. So the actual like the picture one is this is going to surprise some people. I think. All right, the picture one is going to surprise some people. I'm going with Medieval's remastered Platinum Trophy, uh, which the name of the trophy is called Savior of Gallomir, but the picture of the trophy is uh, Sir Daniel Fortescue 
standing with his like sword and stuff on, over on this like outcropping and it's just a really like interesting color palette and like painting essentially of your character and i thought that was was really cool and uh for the name i actually went with resident evil 2 remakes which is raccoon city native so to me those were just uh just some classic ones uh a runner up though of actually more recent uh more recent ob- obtaining is uh from far cry 3 i actually think the picture for that is is a really cool platinum so uh but yeah that, that's what i had and just to, so like this is what i did to get this stuff is i went to my psn profiles and then went to my trophy log and then sorted it by platinum and then that way i could see my list really easily and look at them all this so fucking guy, dude. yeah <laughs> <laughs> this guy but uh yeah what, what did you guys have uh, no, me... I'm doing that. So <clears throat> I was clicking them all and going back and forth, and it was really frustrating. <laughs> what, what a fucking noob! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I went on my app and just went to all the games that had platinums. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking noob! <laughs> cool guy over here. I also read the question a little differently. Oh, okay. Well, I actually just read it wrong. I didn't read it differently. I read it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I read that math problem here. differently on my test, so I don't think it's wrong. Yeah, but it's I just wrong. Yeah, you know, I answered a different question. What? You're wrong. <laughs> well, what'd you guys have then? What'd you What'd you get? Uh, it's under review right now. Okay, so. Daryl, what'd you have? <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> shit. Rocket League Platinum. A, oh gosh. Yeah. Don't even get me started with that one. Uh, I, I took it as which game had the best artwork and best platinum name. So that's kind of how yeah. I interpret that question. So oh. we'll go with that. Okay. Gotcha. So I went with Days Gone, one percenter. I thought that one had a pretty cool platinum artwork. It, it was pretty simple. It just had like the black background and then like a diamond with the 1% in the middle of it. I thought that kind of fit the whole theme of the game as an all outlaw biker. Uh, Darksiders 2, BFA. I don't even know what the hell that stands for. But that I thought the image that. was pretty cool. That's, that's what I'm thinking, but it, it just doesn't sound right. Add fucking ass. It 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 sounds strange whenever I I read it or say it myself. But Darksiders two had a pretty cool image of death in the purple background. Um, That's cool. And Strange Brigade, Strange Brigade had a pretty cool uh, artwork. Uh, it had like all the trophies kind of like displayed out to see. It was pretty cool. And name. I didn't think it had the best name. It was just the strangest of brigades. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, it was just a just a cool reminder of, like, the, the time when we all played that game. I think that was, like, the one game we had more fun playing compared to, like, Division yeah. 2, like, last year. So it, it was a nice nice walk down memory lane with that game. Yeah, it's a good game. I I was always down to do the uh, the DLCs for that, but, you know. Strange Brigade? Mm-hmm. No, you weren't. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, man. I thought that game was pretty fun. For sure. I know some community mem- community members have played it, too. I think they liked it. So, yeah, if you haven't checked that game out, I mean, and you got a group of friends or some, some co-op partners to play with, like, it's a good game. Definitely yeah. give it a look. 
Yeah, if you end up playing with Colin, just keep an eye on him. Because if he dis- disappears at times, it's because he's hoarding all the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him bump into you either. Oh, whoops! Oh, I bump into you and take all the treasure. Oh, well, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I just meant to open the chest. I didn't. I was. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Didn't see you already open it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. You'll get the next one. You get the next. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It's, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> one shot. Eyes <laughs> one shot. He's half health. Yeah. I'm pitching. I'm pitching. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, what did you have, uh, Eli? Did you did your research yeah. come to a, so to a conclusion? I kind of I kind of read it the same way Daryl did. So as far as like the best artwork overall, um, just to toss these out there since mm-hmm. I didn't like land on one, I did like the Diablo one. We always kind of talk about the Diablo three trophy artworks. Pretty dope. Mm, yeah that is a good one and uh i did enjoy the god of war ones too they're they're kind of colored uh and they're they're very simple but you know have meaning to them as well mm-hmm. so appreciate that uh and then honestly hot take here i like the until dawn trophies oh <laughs> yeah. oh nice, nice and simple minimalist you know but they're nice and colored and the platinum is actually like a platinum color you can tell the difference between that and silver um, some of them, sometimes the silver and the and the platinum are like way too close. But I'm opening it up right um, now. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, and then so for the for the ones with the best name, I think uh, I don't have it yet, but the um, the Skater XL Platinum is gonna be uh, pretty cool because it's just called Trophy Hunter, and like I've never seen that before. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a pretty good, you know, that's nice. I mean, they know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not fooling them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially if you, like, did that legit. I mean, that would just be absolutely, absolutely bonkers. Yeah, if and you then, did that bonk, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Yeah, oh, my God. It, yeah. This is, it was kind of hard to, like, pick these, but the, the Hellpoint one was good, too, called Su- Superior Spawn, uh, hmm. which, I, which I liked. I liked hmm. the ring, the ring of it. Um, and then uh, the uh, the Doom ones, of course, I'm a big fan. I think that's going to have to be my favorite. The original one is called Thy Flesh Consumed, which uh, I think comes to the runner-up to the Doom Eternal one, which is uh, Heavy Metal. Yeah. So that's my favorite wording one. Yeah, that makes sense. And the last call-out for the names is uh, the Nier. The Nier Automata. Uh, the Nier Automato. <laughs> a tomato. Um, it's uh final words, but the uh, the description is thank you for playing, and I thought that was pretty cool. No, it is uh, nice. They, yeah, they thank you for playing. Yeah, they better after all that shit, you know. After, after I get a platinum, endings. Yeah, come on now. No, that is cool though. And yeah, yeah. There's some but, there's some good ones. It's fun to look at these. Like I don't really take as much time as I should to really check it out because I haven't done. Uh... Oh, I guess I can do the eight by eight mosaic now for your platinums, but. For a while, it's like you have to do, you know, then I'll have to do like a bunch more before I can do another mosaic. So it's, uh, yeah, I just don't look at them very often unless they're in that format. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for the, the question there, Slugger. Much appreciated. And thank you for your support of the show. Let's get into the final Patreon submitted question here. It comes to us from the Sly G. Cooper. And he wants to know, do you think you will ever retire from trophy hunting? 
Why or why not? Daryl, are you going to retire from trophy hunting? I don't think I ever will. I don't think okay. I'll ever give it up. I think um, yeah, the only way I'll, I'll kind of like give up the whole trophy hunting hobby is if like, I switch gaming platforms. Um, I did have that period like a few years ago where I was like real big into Xbox and doing a lot of achievement hunting. Then I had a PlayStation that um, my cousin um you know owned as well so i play i started playing playstation a lot and slowly i kind of like transitioned from platforms i wasn't really trophy hunting and then you know for me there was kind of like that that you know that feeling where i was playing play ps games but i wasn't really trophy hunting as big as i was compared to like the xbox days so I knew at some point I was going to get back into it, but I know that like if I was switching platforms, I probably won't trophy hunt during that that moment. Right. But but You'll like be a when demon we... hunting though, <clears throat> or you saying you won't be partaking in that either? Uh, like either like if you know if I wasn't like if I was like switching between like consoles, because I know like like if I go to like PC, there'll probably be a, a point where I'm like not even going for like the trophies on there or whatever the naming convention is for <clears throat> trophy hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Achievement, I would say, is a good. Yeah, that's like still on Steam and stuff like that you could do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, like when we did the race, you know, that's when I really got back into it again because we were like competing against each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever give it up permanently. I think the only thing I've kind of retired related to trophy hunting is like playing games that are fun and then like like playing games and not have to like kind of like force myself to play it because of the trophy. Yeah. Like I used to do that a lot where I was playing a game. I didn't enjoy it a lot, but I was doing it because I wanted the trophies and like the hundred percent. And I've kind of like retired that mindset from my trophy hunting, uh, like manners. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. healthy, For sure. Healthy. Definitely healthy. Like to, to that point, I find that I'm just a lot more selective about what I play now. So it's, it has to fulfill like two things. Like it basically the game, has to be fun, like, and I'll ha like when I'm looking at it, I'll have to be like, yes, I think I will enjoy this game and have fun with it. It's my type of game, and then on top of that, it needs to have like decent trophies. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty picky. But the good news is, like, it's pretty rare that I start a game and like completely fall off of it. I mean, it's definitely happened recently. Like, Salt and Sanctuary was probably a more recent one I did that with. Um, you know, Far Cry Three. No, I I platinum that. Yeah, but you fell off. I did fall off. You're right. It ha yeah, it happens like once a year, maybe twice a year, where I like, you know, I I'm, I don't make the right choice, and it's like ah shit. But for the most part, when I when I start something, I finish it. So that's pretty good. But no, I feel you. That's that's basically. Um, well, here actually, Eli, what did you have for this? I don't yeah, could go off on a tangent. Speaking of falling off. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Fuck you. Uh, no, I I pretty much got as close to that as uh as I as I probably ever will. Yeah, I mean, uh, didn't didn't do much for a while. Um, the the Demon Souls and the uh, 
the milestones were were really bugging me. But, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I might have to like stop caring about that. Yeah, it's, it's bound to happen again. Yeah, where I got like well, I try to play like a couple games leading up to it. Like I would start like if Demon Souls would be my sixty, right? I would play Demon Souls while I'm at like fifty five, right? To slowly get through it. If I need a break, I can play something else. Blah blah blah. I think that's going to be my strategy moving forward because I still want to keep the milestones. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. But even in that, like, I, it doesn't go anywhere because, you know, quitting doesn't go anywhere because I don't, I just come back. It doesn't go anywhere. Uh, the trophies stay there. So they're ready for you when you're ready. <laughs> they're written in ink. And then, yeah. <laughs> when, when you're on playstation and gaming they're just yeah they're there and they're easily accessible now they got sick new cards mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know and tracking functionality so yeah it's kind of like part you get on and you're like playing and like oh what trophies am i going for like yeah what am i, I what's, what's my game plan today you know yeah i don't think there's any way to like not do that anymore yeah so whether there's a big break and you're you're doing something else you're not focused on it for me, it's like going to the PC, but when I get on the PlayStation, it's just, you know, it's there for sure. Yeah, it's it's almost hard. It's like impossible to avoid at this point, like you're saying, especially now that we've this bought in, you know, over this many years. Yeah, it would feel weird to be like playing games on PlayStation and not like looking at them because they're going to happen. Some of them are going to happen naturally and they're going to pop up. And well, there's some people that just, just turn look them at off. It? Some people just turn off trophy notifications. No shot. You can do that. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's like, I mean, I think, what was it? Chris Raygun from Sacred Symbols or one of those three guys. Like, I don't, it's not Colin, obviously, but one of the other two just like turns, has them turn off. They don't mm. care. And I just can't fathom that. I'm like, what? Like, why? Why would you not? I don't know. Very weird to me. Yeah, I like weird. the, the dopium, the dopium, the copium, hopium. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the what? fuck it's called though when you get when you that little like serotonin hit oh, when dopamine. you like yeah dopamine there you go when you uh when you get a little trophy pop i love that and especially the new uh noise for the platinum i think is pretty satisfying mm. on ps5 so yeah i don't uh i don't think i'm ever gonna fully abandon it either but i i definitely do think there, there's gonna come times where i take like a break from it or like you know don't focus on it as much because like as everyone knows i from time to time get really back into like league of legends or something again and like you know really want to try to play that and i've been craving like putting a good amount of time into that game and i haven't played a ranked season in that game in like two years like and actually like tried and played mm. more than like 10 games you know like and so i would really like to like play some ranked in that again for a few months and just like get really into it at some point or even like i've talked about you know, next year maybe might be the year where I just say like I'm gonna play Elder Scrolls online, or I'm gonna play like some other mm -hmm. big multiplayer like thing and just get really into it and try Rocket it for League. a few months. Yeah, Rocket League. Um, <laughs> I could also see a world where like at some point when it's cheap, I get an Xbox Series S or something and play Starfield and like don't care for like three months. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't think I'm ever gonna like not do it at all, but I definitely think there's gonna come times where I like ebb and flow with my my interest in it. I mean, there's even sometimes like this year where I've just been like, oh, I just want to play something and not have to like, 
worry about it, you know. But inevitably, you end up playing on PlayStation, and then you're like, well, I guess I'll care because it's happening anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh. more like a sabbatical than a retirement. Right? Exactly. I'll take breaks. I don't think I'll ever, like, not care at all because, yeah, you're right. Even dating back to, like, Xbox, like, I did care about achievements. I didn't care about them with every single game I played, but there were games that would come along and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try to get as much as possible, you know? So I didn't even know they were a thing on the 360. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't really care about it, like I said, till Halo 3 ODST was like the first game. I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get all of these. And then it was like Assassin's Creed 2, Dante's Inferno, Halo Remastered, the first game. Like there was a couple that I got really into to achievement hunting in. And then it was more just like, okay, I'm aware of, of this ecosystem now. So when I play games, I would like to get them, but I'm not going to like make myself get all of them. That was my mindset back then. It's like, I'll get what I can. And I think that's probably like the healthiest, uh, healthiest way to like go about doing it. Seems weird, dude. <laughs> I did not look at them at all. That's hard. I know. Like, I just got one left, but you know, I, just, I don't want it. Hey. I got what I no, I mean, I would try, I obviously. I would try, obviously, if there was one left. But famously, I'm missing one trophy, I think, in ODST. It's really bothering me. Mm. <laughs> or one achievement, I should say. So that's, uh, oh, well, a relic of a, a time long past. But uh, thank you, Sly G. Cooper, for the question and for your support of the show. We appreciate it, sir. All right, so now let's get into the trophy list discussions that we're going to be doing to close up the show. Uh, we've got three games we're talking about today, all of which are newer releases, and uh, we're not doing PlayStation Plus games for this month. So, uh, yeah, I would say, let's see, Daryl or Eli, you guys figure it out. Which one of you guys wants to go first? Okay, Which one of you guys wants to regale us with some tales of, of dopeness? <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and go first. All right. Go for it, ma'am. What do you got? Uh, so I have the pleasure of taking a look at Ghostwire Tokyo's trophy list. Yeah, this game just came out, so it's available to purchase. This was developed by Tango Gameworks. They might sound familiar to you because they have made the Evil Within games 1 and 2 and published by Bethesda Softworks. This game is a first-person shooter, action-adventure, open-world type of game. Mm -hmm. um, the trophy list, pretty, pretty uh, all over the place with the distribution. <laughs> you got one platinum, two golds, four silvers. No. And, and here we go with the bronze, <laughs> 50 of them. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Oh my I god. No. It seems to be a trend. I it's, feel like there's more focus on just stacking these games with a lot of bronzes. It's crazy. I mean, Demon Souls has only 37 trophies total. And this game has 50 bronzes. Like give me a break. Yeah, bizarre. It's very weird. Yeah, strange times, man. Uh surprisingly uh, PSN Profiles didn't have a trophy guide, so I had to pull up this uh, information from PowerPix. Instead, they rated the game a 3 out of 10, very easy, and should take you a playtime of 35 to 45 hours. So, decent playtime. Okay. Won't yeah. take you too long. Um, especially for an open world game, I think it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you know? that's not bad. That's like right uh, so, around the length that I would want to spend. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I know how, how much of a stickler for open world games when it you know, when you play them, I don't want the world to be too big. <laughs> yeah, it's got, I want like a medium sized, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Platinum PSN Profiles uh, has the, the Platinum percentage at 20.63%, and on the PS app, 3.1%. I checked that a couple of days ago, so the numbers might go up, have gone up a little bit since then. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the game itself, you take control of. The protagonist Akito, uh, who gets possessed with like a spirit detective named KK, and together you fight enemies who are called visitors. Very ominous name that have KK. invaded <laughs> KK. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, dude. It's his name. Know. This is his name, bro. It's got to be mysterious. It's Japanese. Game is very Japanese, so maybe that's a common oh, yeah. name. I don't know. Daytime. Yeah. Big time. Uh, so, yeah, they, they fight the visitors that have invaded Tokyo. And together, they're trying to uncover the mystery of why these events started and why they're happening. First impressions, I think, um, you know, when I heard about this game coming out, I didn't really know a whole lot. The game looked very unique, very strange. Uh, it's a game that I don't really see too often or have played even. And I thought it was really cool. You know, I thought it was really cool months ago when I first saw it. And then kind of like reviewing the game this past week. I think it looks really cool. I think it's a game that I will eventually buy. There's a lot of things I like about it. And from what I've seen, it's enough for me to like want to play it at some point. So I'm kind of excited. I know you, Colin, have this game, so I'm really excited to hear from you what your thoughts are at some point. Yeah, I unfortunately was I was debating, well, not debating, I was going to try to play it before this episode so I could speak to the list a little bit with you, but it didn't get voted on in my backlog picker, so I'm doing something else. <laughs> but I do have this game, so I will be playing it at some point. Nice. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been kind of keeping my expectations low with a lot of games, and I've been coming out very surprised by how in, how much I enjoy the game, like with Control and Deathloop. So I'm sure I'll have that same effect will take hold once um, I hear from you calling about this game, and maybe if I ever eventually play this game at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, trophy list, I really like the Platinum in image. I thought it was really cool. I like the, the Hanya mask that they have there. I think it's like when you look at it right away, for me, I'm like, all right, that's Ghostwire Tokyo. It mm -hmm. stands out right away, which I really like. The same can't be said for the trophy list itself. I think the trophy <laughs> list was pretty generic. Um, just to kind of give you some background on that, it's kind of the same color pattern over and over again. It's like white and blue, like a white and dark blue hint in there and then there's like an orange and white uh, border design i was trying to figure out there's like a hidden meaning behind that like maybe like one pattern is like for the bronze trophies and then a different pattern was for the silver trophies but that wasn't the case and i i just gonna figure out so if there is a hidden meaning there please let me know because this, this was bothering me i was trying to figure it out for the longest um Looking at the trophy list, I was thinking, I know I've seen this before, and it reminded me a lot of Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor with the uh, the color pattern. I thought it was very similar. 
Oh, I think okay. Yeah. Mi- yeah. I think Middle Earth, Earth did it a little better, though. And not only that, but the, the images in the Ghostwire Tokyo game are pretty, pretty generic. Like, they got the same image for a few trophies repeating over and over again. It's just like, you know, they give you a trophy for finding a Tori gate. Very simple image. And then, like, you get another trophy after you've cleansed all of it. And then the image is a little bit more bedazzled. And that's kind of like the pattern with some of the other trophies. Very simple. And then, like, when you've found everything, they kind of, like, add in a few more images, which I thought was kind of lazy. Yeah, they even have the percentages on the transfer. Oh, for the transfer, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, actually, it's 25% is in the picture, like, written in the picture. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> What's really weird, I was just noticing with these, so you see how, like, the trophies, there's, like, an orange, like, half box on them? Mm-hmm. Right, so there's there's ones that have, like, the top half orange and then the left side as orange. Right. But there's none that mm-hmm. have the right side. Mm-hmm. Or the bottom. It's it's confusing you, right? It, it's fucking uh, weird. Is this what you were saying that you couldn't figure out? I was like, I yeah. I don't know why that is. That's very weird. I have no idea why they designed it that way. That is so weird. Some of them only have like the top left corner. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, yeah. that, that so that's confusing. I mean, kind of cool maybe if there's something to it, but confusing. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know. Uh, like I said, it's an open world game, so there's a lot of things uh, offered to players to do. Side missions, transferring spirits, like Eli mentioned, finding voice logs, landmarks, tanuki, relics, talisman, outfits, music tracks, and eating all consumables. So there's a lot of things that the game offers for you to do to keep you engaged, all along with doing the main story of the game. Yep. Um, I think what really drew me into this game was like the ethereal weaving, which they kind of highlighted in a lot of like what the game um, advertisement where you see like your character doing like these hand signs. If you're familiar with Naruto, that's basically what I was thinking. It's like, oh, dude, this guy's doing hand signs and jitsus, dude. I was like, dude, I would play the game just to do stuff like that. Yeah. That part is the unique piece that I've not seen in. A lot of other games for sure and i heard with the dual sense it actually is pretty cool feeling yep yep it looks really fun um just from some of the things that was taking place in some of the the videos i was watching it looks really nice and a lot of the trophies in the game are tied to this sort of ability skills though so there'll be a lot of experimentation with things you can do with those um skills that are in the game I mean, there was one skill that I've seen where it, it's you, you basically it's like Nexus from Deathloop, Colin, where mm. you like link up a bunch of enemies and then like your hand animation is almost like you're gripping your fist and it's like your fingers are ripping out this, the cores of all the enemies that are linked. Yeah, and it just looked really cool. It's like, dude, with <clears throat> the DualSense controller, you could probably feel like like your freaking controller tensing up, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. That's what I've heard is there's there's really good like tension feedback on that when you're doing those chords. Yeah. Too bad you turn them all off, Colin. Well, you can turn them on, brother. I mean, it's not like they're off permanently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, one of the the couple games I have had it turned on for have been Ratchet and uh, and Deathloop. So. Nice. Turned them on for that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, there, there's a lot of cool things you can do in the game. Like I've seen one where he's like shooting out a freaking fireball and uh, some other things. So it was really cool. I like that part of the game. Yeah. Um, there are trophies for like upgrading your synergy level, which is like basically your character level <clears throat> to the max and buying all spirit skills. Very traditional, nothing new outside of like open world trophy type of games. Um, what I really did like about this game, you know, it being a horror game, there's a lot of like supernatural elements from the Japanese mythology present in the list. So there's a lot of words that I didn't really know. So I kind of like looked into like what they really meant. So like the Katashiro, like the little paper doll that you see, it's the paper, it's the image that you were talking about, Eli, from the transferring spirits trophy. Yeah, it looks like a little piece of origami <clears throat> or something. Yeah, so in the game, um, you collect spirits with that. And I guess in the Japanese culture, it's a paper doll that you use as a talisman to perform like self-purification rituals. Uh, the Jizo statue, it's a spiritual power for protection. Tori gates is a gateway between the human world and the spirit realm. So there's a lot of like Japanese mythology in this game that ties really well. And it kind of like makes more sense when you kind of look into it. The uh, so, Jizo statue should look familiar to you right now. Oh, yeah. Because they're in Sekiro as well. <laughs> I died so many times to bosses, and I was like, oh, I'm going to activate the Jesus statue. I'm yeah. not dying this time. <laughs> yeah. It seems to have, like, an element of Yakuza franchise as well in this game. And what I mean by that is, like, there's, like, that trophy for, like, acquiring all types of food and drink, acquiring all the music tracks, acquiring all the items for your outfits, like, going to different shops and buying stuff, like... It's like very much like it's kind of like it is like horror themed, but it seems also kind of like lighthearted and goofy at the same time. I can't mm -hmm. like get a good read on it without playing it yet, but it, it kind of gives you a couple different vibes. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely thinking of Yakuza, just you know, being able to to go down the streets of Tokyo. That mm -hmm. I was thinking of Yakuza the whole time. So, <clears throat> I mean, we we got our Yakuza expert in the Discord, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, he he could definitely verify. Yeah, <laughs> the the similarities between the two. But yeah, you know that's basically like the gist of the game. Uh, some shoutouts on like some trophies I noticed for players to kind kind of keep an eye on. So don't worry about it. Pull a Daikyo Omakuji. That's like a RNG trophy. It's apparently on PSN profiles and power picks, there's like a one percent chance of that being pulled. And I guess Daikyo in Japanese means great curse. So obviously, you know, they've tasked us with pulling this sort cursed. of fortune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you know, a one percent chance of actually getting. And it seems like it's affecting everybody all over the board. Some are actually pulling it with like the greatest of luck and other people are having like the crappiest luck. So very very RNG based trophy from sure. what I've seen. Visiting hours are over. Defeat every type of visitor. That was kind of like another cool thing about this game that I like was like the enemy variety. It's, it's just strange. Like these Slenderman type of enemies. They're all carrying like umbrellas. And then there's a little bit more extreme looking visitors. Like, like characters from like the Ring movies. Or like basically whoever designed like it, it's very 
enemy within esque because mm-hmm. the enemies in there definitely remind me of the ones I've seen um, in those games. So another thing that I liked about the game, but the trophy itself, visiting hours are over. You have to defeat every type of visitor. Very simple, but there are two visitors that will flee if alerted. Their names are the Forlorn and Forsaken. They will leave, and it'll take like a few hours for them to respawn again. So it's been suggested that you make like a save before then, just to avoid the hassle of having to wait, you know, oh. hours for them to respawn. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes um, sense. And that was basically it. You know, I did like seeing, you know, when I was going through the trophy list, I did see like a lot of the terminology from other games I played. Like uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Like I knew like what prayer beads were and Jizu, stat- Jizu statues were. So it was really cool. Um, just that Japanese culture, man. It's, it's, it's You can't get enough of it. Yeah, man. I mean, that's like the appeal of this game for sure is like how much it leans into that Japanese like horror and folklore. Um, I wanted to call out too, just looking at the list, the Lonely Tsukimi trophy. I like the artwork for that a lot. Which is just to spend 30 seconds looking at the moon. Very simple artwork, but I think it's cool. And there's a trophy, uh, a shrubbery, <laughs> which sounds hilarious. So you have to defeat a total of three visitors with quick purge while hiding in bushes created by a thicket talisman. So to me, based on the list, again, I've not played the game, a quick purge uh, sounds to me like it's the backstab because there's a trophy for a silent kill, defeat a total of 200 visitors using quick purge. So this shrubbery trophy to me makes it seem like you can just use an item that like creates a bush wherever you're standing <laughs> and you can just like let an enemy walk by you while you're disguised as a bush and then backstab it. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. It's like the the Metal Gear games with the with the cardboard box. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, and like you said this is a Tango Gameworks Bethesda game, so this is the last Bethesda game that we might get on PlayStation by the way, because this is the last one that was, you know, in, in production and had a contract with Sony before Bethesda was acquired by Microsoft. So, yeah, this might be the last Bethesda game you can play on your PlayStation. That's a new release. So if you at all care about that and, uh, you know, maybe you want to show Sony that, you know, hey, we want more of these or maybe even show Bethesda, like, yeah, you'll get sales if you put your games on our console. Um, might be worth picking up. So, Yes, sir. So that's it for my take on Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I really like from what I've seen about this game. And Colin, Colin, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it at some point. And yeah, I would definitely play this game just by looking at the trophy list. It seems like my type of game. Totally, dude. No missables, no difficulty-related trophies, 40 hours, open-world Japanese horror game. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds like Daryl. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah, it's let us know. It's not extremely hard. Right. Yeah, that's true. But Daryl will probably play on the hardest difficulty for fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. Yeah. Or at least you'll start there. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, let us know in the in the Discord if you are playing this game, if you've picked it up. Uh, it is only $60 as well, which is good to call out because most PS5 games are first party ps5 games are 70 dollars now but this game is still 60 uh, but it is ps5 exclusive you cannot play it on ps4 so yeah uh eli what did you have for us thank you for your review sir i'm looking forward to playing this game as well daryl so 
though? Um, I went with uh, Tiny Tina's. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and I was... I was extremely let down by that DLC game. And uh, was, like, super turned off to this for a while and just kind of ignored everything about it. Uh, then when we were uh, looking at games, needed a newer one. And uh, thought I'd check it out again. And it looks pretty sick, dude. Okay, okay. It actually looks like a game. It does. Yeah, not it a do- DLC. It- <laughs> I think that was the. Uh, I think that was part of the problem. Was that was meant to be a DLC, and uh, we had chatted about the theory of you know you're supposed to go in there kind of higher level, and because mm-hmm. the beginning of it was just so like those enemies would not die. And I was just like, this is I'm not playing through a whole game like this. It's ridiculous for the for the DLC one shot, right? But then looking at this, looking at some of the gameplay, and uh, I, I'm a little bummed that the top-down thing that they kind of showcase is only in like the map overworld kind of thing. Um, I thought that was going to be a different, you know, a mix up to the gameplay in the, you know, at, in your regular gameplay, not just like a hub world or whatever. Yeah, but, I know. I th- I was really looking forward to that too, but yeah, but uh, the trophy list looks great. Uh, it's estimated four or five out of ten on difficulty about 40 to 60 hours which you can shorten by having a partner um which these borderland games are primarily meant to be played like that right yes so so you know that's the most games it's usually easier with friends and don't boost with strangers so head on over to the discord yep and get a get a wonderland partner <laughs> yes sir <laughs> um and the so there's no missable trophies um two of them can be glitched apparently um so it's suggested to just play solo some of it comes from being in co-op and i you know how that oh works. yeah like if you, you know, yeah if are you the host, host or not yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha gotcha it's a toss-up mm-hmm. so if you want to play it safe go solo but uh also recommends playing with friends so what are you gonna do you know yeah Other it's like that, it's more fun with friends but you might glitch some of your trophies if you can yeah and it, yeah they seem like a very low chance so right probably not in much danger and uh so the difficulty doesn't uh affect it but there are some uh like end game trophies it, it's pretty straightforward list you just kind of playing through the story uh like i said nothing is missable so at the end then you just go through the side quests get through all the dungeon doors and encampments. Um, and then uh, then you got to get to like chaos level 20, mm-hmm. which I was reading something about and I couldn't tell, but it seemed like they're like these dungeons and you, you kind of like make progress through them. But I don't know if you have to play like through, you're going down these levels to like plus 20. I was a little bit confused. I was trying to look up up how that worked but uh it was kind of confusing me on what you actually had to do for that but other than that the it's, it's pretty simple S- simple list um the the artwork is all right i'm kind of a fan it's nice and simple i like the color scheme and they do have the uh the silvers and gold outlined so 
Um, you, you know, you can tell. Well, even without the new PS5 trophy update, you could still tell. I think it's a pretty easy list, so I'm definitely interested. I wanted to ask Daryl what he thought since he's the uh, the Borderlands guy. If you looked into this game or or if you were thinking about playing it. Ooh, man. Uh, the last Borderlands game I played was the the uh, the, the prequel? The pre-sequel, the pre- yeah. Pre-sequel, there you go. Um, but yeah, I do like Borderlands. It's been so long since I played one, but they are fun games. I, I enjoy them when I play them, especially when you play them with friends. They're a lot better to play. Yeah, for sure. I think like there's something weird with Borderlands where I'm always like curious about them, and then when I play them, I'm like never that into it to like complete it, or like I'll beat the game, but I have no desire to hundred percent it. Like the same thing happened with the pre sequel, which we raced. Um, and then with one shot, it's like, yeah, I beat the game. I did like the raid after the game and it's like, okay, you probably have like 10 more hours to clean up and get the platinum. Right. And I'm just like, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> like, like, I don't care that much. <laughs> like, uh, this one does look kind of cool. Like, and they, they changed the aesthetic and I think the list is kind of easy actually in some sense, but yeah it's still going to be Borderlands. So I just worry that I'm going to pick it up and run into the same thing where I'm like, uh, you know, I'm all right. <laughs> like maybe not. Yeah. I it, wish it wasn't yeah. so long. I wish it was like 25 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I could, they could grab me for that long, but 60 hours of it. Right. I feel the same way where it's like, Oh, that looks super sick. Like I, I'm down for that. And then you get in, you're like, uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll finish it. Mm-hmm. There's just too much inventory management too much loot too much i mean i know that's the point of the game but like for me that that kind of kills it uh what i do think is nice is that oh crap i closed the window i had the list open um where is there's no class specific trophies right mm-hmm. yeah this is definitely the most approachable yeah for a land list yeah it, it definitely seems not too bad because yeah, um, i think you make your character in this one mm-hmm. instead of picking a class Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That's good. Yeah, complete forty-eight side quests. You have to do that. Which, what I did think was interesting too, is the uh, the whole like you like you were talking about like the list being easier. The, the collectibles, there's like the lore scrolls, right? And you only have to find one of them, and for the trophy, you don't need to find all of them. And there's like I think over fifty in the game. So like they're they're definitely throwing you a bone here in terms of like this is not that hard of a list. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, those chaos stuff that did sound interesting. I was yeah. trying to think there was a similar thing in um, Gauntlet that game I was playing for a while, where yeah, it was like procedure. This sounds to be procedurally generated every time, right? So it's the same sort of idea where like you would just go through a series of rooms and try to get as far in as you could, and there's a trophy to get to, uh, like, you know, a certain like depth, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's randomized rooms. Filled yep. with randomized enemies. And then you can pick between two portals that will decide your reward mm-hmm. uh, for the next room. But yeah, I don't I don't I was confused at whether you like increase the level as you kinda like progress through these or if you had to get down to like level twenty. Hmm. I see. I see. Like in one go, you mean? Yeah. I don't know. I would hope it saves like your progress. So like if you like however far in you go, when you go into it again, you start at that level. At least that's mm-hmm. what I would hope. 
but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's certainly know. the most appealing you... of any Borderlands game to me. Your your character has a chaos level, so you have to be 20 chaos trials from start to finish. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, I misunderstood you. I misunderstood it as well. Shit. Okay. Nope. Well, see, it's like, yeah, so I pulled up the, the Power Picks guide. Um, yeah, play through the story. The first step is only 15 to 20 hours. It's like, that's about what I want to spend. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's the, all the stuff after that that goes like, eh. So, like, the main story is like 20. Then it's like side quests, dungeons, and encampments, another 15 to 20. So maybe, maybe I would, I would do that. But in the, it's like I'd probably get like halfway through that and be like, meh. And then there's like another like 11 to 12 hours after that of more grinding. And that's always where they lose me is that last like third of the trophy mm-hmm. list, you know? Yeah, I, I am thinking this is, you know, we've been talking this is the most approachable list. And with this breakdown that Power Picks gives, I, I don't think it would be too bad. 15 to 20 hours of side quest sounds a little ridiculous, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like you could just say of... like, I'm going to do it during the main, like, I'm going to do it during step one. So step one is actually like 25 hours, but I kind of do everything on the way, you know? Yeah, or like 40 yeah or whatever yeah 40 but the uh the because the chaos stuff doesn't seem too bad like 10 get 10 hours of end game grind isn't no you're doing procedurally generated dungeons just doing 20 of them that's yeah like a half an hour each and you can do that with co-op too right so it's once a night yeah yeah so i'm not sure i know skrilla said he was he was going to be getting this um i'm sure uh quinn We'll probably pick this up. I mean, yeah, there's there's going to be community members who are who are going to be playing it at some point. But it seems to me like a great one where it's like it's on sale for twenty dollars. Let me try it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but it's interesting that the the length is actually kind of similar to Ghostwire Tokyo, like forty to, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it'll probably be longer on average for people, but can be as few as forty hours. Yeah. I don't know. It's too many good games out, man. It's too many good games. This it's been like super busy with releases. And I think we're coming up on a few quiet months, which I'm actually looking forward to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add on the the list or any questions? I'm good. All right. Well, the last list we have for you guys today is uh, is a banger. They're all bangers. This is Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, which uh, you know me. I like me some Star Wars, right? Uh, this was going to speak to me in a in a very special way, even though I've not ever played a Lego game. But I will say that this list does seem like a pretty approachable Lego game. They're all like pretty approachable, uh, but it's just a bit longer than the others, which makes sense because it's covering nine movies, basically. So a uh, little bit of a breakdown. It's got three golds, 10 silvers, 32 bronzes. So better distribution there than Ghostwire. Um, <laughs> it's developed by <laughs> Traveler's Tales and published by WB. It was released on April 5th, so only four days ago at the time of recording. As of yesterday, when I was doing a lot of this research, it had one Platinum Achiever already, which is pretty bonkers considering the guide says it's going to take 70 to 90 hours. So, like, get a life, people. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's some really cool artwork for, uh, for the game. It's got that purple and blue, like color theme for all of its trophies with the exceptions being the gold trophies. Um, so there's a trophy for beating all the main campaigns, which is called it's true, all of it. 
and that has a different color scheme, which I really like. So making their gold trophies like stand out, uh, which was which was great. And uh, all the miscellaneous trophies and the collectible trophies in the name or in the game are uh, are named with quotes from the movies. So the main like campaign or main story trophies, which is like beat episode one, beat episode two, beat episode three, right? None of those are quotes, but all the other ones in the trophy list are quotes, which I thought was a really cool touch. And uh, th- this game is is doing a lot of things for Lego that haven't been done before. They switched up their engine. They switched up their combat engine as well. And they changed the camera for any sort of like shooting section. So it feels a lot more like a third-person shooter when you get into those blaster battles. And they've also mm-hmm. added combos to your attacking with like your lightsaber. So you can do like move combos. You can do force push all that kind of stuff. So they really like amped it up compared to the original Lego Star Wars games in particular. And there's skill trees now for your character classes. So like you'll have like, I don't know what the classes are in particular. I didn't look at that actually, but I'm assuming like your bounty hunters will go into a class together. uh, Your Jedi are in a class together. And when you find Kyber crystals and Kyber blocks, one of the collectibles in the game, uh, you are allowed to upgrade your skill tree uh, for all for the class in general, so whatever character you pick from that class will get those buffs, which I think is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, there's lots of hub worlds and activities. Most of the trophies in the game are basically just for completing everything that the game has to offer, which is typical uh, Lego fare. Uh, what makes the game interesting as well is that previously we had had Lego Star Wars as like the OG movies, so episodes four, five, and six, and then they had episodes one, two, and three come out and then they did one for episode seven um the force awakens but we never got a standalone game for episode eight or for episode nine so some of the missions in this game are going to be like remakes of the older ones with newer graphics and newer puzzles and stuff but there's two movies that we've never seen before in the lego engine so that's kind of cool yeah i mean basically to give you a breakdown on the trophy hunt itself it's an estimated difficulty of two out of ten the time is approximately 70 to 90 hours, though. So this is a pretty long platinum journey. There are no online trophies, no missable trophies, no glitch trophies, no difficulty trophies, and there's free roam after you complete the story. So in a sense, it's not too hard by any means. It just requires a lot of play. And a lot of that comes down to how many collectibles there are. So there are, get ready, boys, 1,116 kyber bricks to collect, 380 characters to unlock, 225 mini kits to unlock, 135 level specific challenges, 69 starships to collect, 45 levels to get true Jedi in, 19 data cards to collect, and 5 capital ships to destroy. So you have to do all of that, plus completing the campaigns to to get the platinum. Um, Yikes. Right. So it's just really, again, like, do everything. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is typical lego but they're doing it for what would previously have been three games they're putting it into one so that makes sense why the the time is is so much higher on this guy but it really does look like they've improved the graphics and the combat quite a bit and i think if you're a star wars fan and uh, in particular if you like lego games too like this is a no-brainer that you should get this i think it's it's averaging at an eight right now or like 83 on metacritic something like that so it's a it's a good game um you will have fun with it for sure it's co-op right uh as well like local co-op so it's one you can play with kids or uh your your partners or something like that so 
pretty sweet. Um, sorry if you guys can hear the ambulance going by. <laughs> yep, my window is right by. My street's not that busy, but it's somehow so fucking loud all the time. We had motorcycles last night. I know. I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, the other kind of interesting thing about this game that they've changed is, is that each of the planets that you go to, or most of the planets, I should say, have like a hub world area. And from there, there's different side quests and just like activities that you can do as well as challenges. It might be a, a, a race. It might be a puzzle. It might be a shooting gallery. It might be a side quest, whatever. And you do need to do all of them uh, for the platinum. But the, the basic gist of it is just to play through the game the first go around and then get it all in cleanup because according to the guide, like to get a lot of those challenges and those events completed, you need characters unlocked that you're not going to have your first time playing the game, which is very typical for a Lego game. So really, it's it's sort of a guideless experience for the first 25 to 30 hours, which is really appealing to me. Yeah, this was this was a, a, a kind of a toss up for me because I had exactly sixty dollars and four cents in PSN credit left on the PSN store, and Ghostwire and this game were both coming out, and they're both sixty dollars, so I could afford one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to make a choice, and the reason I went with Ghostwire is because I still have Lego: The Force Awakens in my backlog with p- completion percentage already started on that game, and I recently bought that game with its DLC for like five bucks on sale, so I could clean it up. And it didn't make sense for me to play that. And then I would essentially be playing those same levels again in this game. So I didn't do it. There's no way you were playing a 90-hour game either. No. I mean, Elden Ring was 67 (laughs) hours for me. And that's like... Really? Yeah. I thought it said like 40 on your profile. Oh, well, when I open the game and look at my file like in Elden Ring, it says 67. Uh, Okay. Uh, And Horizon uh, Zero Dawn was around that as well. So yeah, I'm trying to get some shorter games in now after that shit. So I've done two of those games in the last like five months, which is a lot for me. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it, honestly for for the for the game and for the trophies. Um, I can call out. There's a couple like like I said, they're all quotes, right? When you get down to the the miscellaneous ones. So impressive, most impressive is like the complete all level challenges. Uh, no more training do you require is to complete uh, some more challenges, and you've got like. Let's see. You needn't worry about your reward is to collect all the mini kits. That's, of course, what Princess Leia said to Han Solo when he in episode four. You know, I could get real nerdy with you guys. So anyway, there's like a lot of really cool references here to Star Wars. Uh, It seems really, really lovingly crafted. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, if if it wasn't 90 hours or maybe at some point, if I like really uh, have a craving to get into Star Wars, this is a this is a good one to pick up. May the fourth is coming up, guys. May the fourth be with you. Uh, so if you need a Star Wars game to play that day, grab this one. If you got ninety hours, if you got ninety hours. Uh, but but yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it. Do you guys have any questions about it? Nope. Nada. All right. Well, yeah, all some good games that have come out. Like I said, it's a busy time of year for gaming and new releases. But we're gonna get a couple quieter months coming up. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, let us know again in the discord, if you guys are picking up one of these three games, if you're already playing one of these three games, uh, are you having fun with it? You know, what's the experience been like? We'd be really happy to hear a little bit more about them. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting into Ghostwire Tokyo at some point in the semi near future. Anything else to add guys before we close up shop on episode 56? That's all I got, man. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Well, where can people find you at, Eli? Tell them where to go. Uh, Narshrider13 with 1D, pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the YouTube videos and, uh, and Instagram. I watched one of your videos yesterday. Yeah, what'd you watch? I watched your uh, arcane kill of Vicar Amelia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I was curious about that game. I, I might want to go and do Bloodborne again this year. In fact, I think I'm going to. Uh, but I just was like, hmm, arcane build. Like, how does that work in the beginning of the game? And then I forgot about the, the flamethrower and that it scales mm-hmm. with arcane. But I was like, what do you do for the beginning? Like, you have no spells and no items. Like, yeah. And the uh, serrated act. What, what's the uh, saw cleaver? The saw cleaver. Serrated cleaver. Whatever that one's called. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and the flame buff. See? There you go. So, yeah, go check that out, folks. Narshredder 1D. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jared, what about you? Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find the tall Samoan guy eating a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Dutch <laughs> on Discord and PSN app as well. Yes, sir. You guys can find me eating some Halos, uh, watching Star Trek Picard. And chilling on the PSN app, CK present pretty much everywhere, and uh, Discord, of course, the best place to get a hold of us. Like we said, uh, remember to submit your your plat shots for the race if you want credit for that. We're coming up on the end there, like we said, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks' time with what we've been playing. But until then, happy gaming. Take care of yourselves, and goodbye. Bye.